become a supporter of the Core Culture Podcast, simply go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Z-C-M. Donate that dollar. It keeps us ass free and entertainment full. What up, what up, world? It's your boy NOS, and this is the Core Culture Podcast. It is Sunday. Uh, let me see here. What is it? The uh, 21st, 22nd? Sorry, I'm a day behind. Um, it's been kind of crazy. Uh, we've been dealing with a lot of uh, changes uh, to the world. We're going to be talking about that uh, here in the show. We're also going to get into some uh, really crazy stuff, uh, some local news. A lot of changes. Uh, it's going to be kind of a short show this week, guys, because, uh, well, you know, everything with this coronavirus going on, uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about other than people are having to stay home. And talking about staying home and being able to do the show, let's bring on the co-host, Yoani. What up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? And, and this time I'm using a different mic, so it might sound different. Next time I might have a different mic. We'll just change it up around here. <laughs> Try different things. Hell yeah, man. Uh, it's the, the multi-mic test until we get it perfect. Uh, but so far, from what I can see, audio sounds good. I know you guys are getting the audio good out there. So people around the world, man, let's get into it. Uh, coronavirus. What the hell is going on? Uh it's a pandemic, man. It's uh, spreading and fast. And um, a lot of people are pointing fingers, but um, nobody like, you know, just wants to be like, all right, man, it's our fault. Let's fix it. You know, let's work together to fix it uh, as humanity should, you know, in all cases. But it's just been this like this battle of like just people just, you know, getting upset uh, every time somebody coughs, you know, they're like, oh, my God, you got the coronavirus, you know, and it's like, no, I just happen to cough man it has nothing to do with the fact that i uh, there's any coronavirus involved uh, i do have some you know allergies that i deal with and there's oak trees around and sorry and i had to deal with it myself so like you know i was like one of the last days that we worked at our job i was out you know sitting there just you know hanging out just trying to take get some fresh air or whatever and i happened to sneeze and cough and this lady's like oh my god and she puts up her shirt and she's like dude you're, you don't have corona do you and i was like what <laughs> I was like, I have allergies, lady, and there's a fucking oak tree right there. Fuck you like that. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. So I was like, you know, it, it's one of those things. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it's very personal and a lot of people are so touchy about it because nobody wants to get it. But everybody wants to talk smack about it and be like, oh, it's your fault, your fault, your fault, you know. And, um, you know, the fact that it all started with bat soup. You know what I'm saying? Like. Why? Why are you eating bat? That's what I want to understand. Oh, man. It's, it's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy on so many levels. I cannot believe that we even got here. It's so scary that we got here. And so quickly, we went to crazy real quick. We're about to experience martial law possibly real soon. They're going to have everything on lockdown. They already have some states and uh, some cities uh, locked down. They got um, Florida, they say, real soon coming tomorrow. It's supposed to be locked down. We'll see. You know, um, um, I'm, scared, like I'm scared of that, man. I'm really scared of that just because, uh, you know, if I need to go to the store, what if I run out of something? You know what I'm saying? Well, you better go get that shit today because tomorrow is a whole nother day. Um, I I didn't have a want to. I did not want to be out. They got me on Corona paranoia. They I don't even want to touch something. Then I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna get it. I touch something. I saw the email going around with the information that it can lay on metal surface for like 12 hours, can lay on clothing for like six hours, something like that. I mean, I did. It sounds like, I mean, if 10 feet away, if somebody coughs or something like that, it's so, I mean, it sounds like it's easy to get, but it's if you're not around it, I would think it wouldn't spread. I don't know how long. How does that die out? How does that? Well, go I mean, away? I, I think it's the incubation period. So, if you're not around it during that time that it's trying to attach itself or stay alive, um, 
as soon as it dies out, that's it. Obviously, there's no way for it to spread after that is what I'm what I'm gaining from all the stories and all the stuff I've read. Um, but I mean, it, it's kind of scary. I'm not a doctor by no means, anybody. So don't freak out. Uh, you know, the fact that we're talking about it. Um, I'm just getting a general understanding from all the news stories and all the things that have been going on, you know, around us. And um, so that's why they're like making, you know, they, they, they figured out that 14 day uh, incubation period, which is basically if you were to have it, it takes up to 14 days for it to actually, you know, start to kick in. And then after that, it's, well, you know, you're sick as hell. Uh, it's all respiratory issues, um, you know, high fevers. Uh, it basically sounds like a flu. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know they're calling it this coronavirus, but it's just a flu, you know, just a really strong one that a lot of people were not ready for. And we haven't uh, come up with vaccines, although the homie Mario Iglesia uh, sent me a, uh, uh, you know, this uh, thing from Cuba that said that uh, they were coming up with vaccines and uh, they were getting ready to deploy some of the doctors that came up with those to send them to Italy uh, to get started over there and then kind of start to spread um, the knowledge around for um, all this stuff. I was like, wow, man, that's freaking crazy that they came up with something, you know, in that amount of time. But my whole thing is, is it proven? Do, do we have enough testing to say that this particular, you know, uh, vaccine is going to work? Is it going to help people? Um the story's kind of vague as far as like, you know, what was going on or if it was even uh, available uh, to be put out there, you know, to the public other than, you know, the basic stuff that I heard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, this whole thing sounds fishy. Even the story about it being from bat soup or somebody eating bat and coming from this market where everything is all, you know, unsanitary and all these different animals, exotic creatures are all out mixed in this market with all the juices being mixed and someone eating and some rare bat and caught the disease. I don't know. This whole thing, this whole story sounds fake. This whole thing sounds like a conspiracy theory. And I don't believe in coincidence and how all this is connected around the time that we're supposed to have a new president. Yep. And I don't know. To me, there's a lot of fishiness going on and talking about gaining our control and uh, how did they even start getting money out it's like they already got approved to take out bil millions of dollars and well i mean if we're gonna go that route listen to this um like look look how quickly they lock down the world they tell us there's a virus then they tell us okay we're shutting down sports we're shutting down schools we're shutting down medical centers. We're shutting down uh, supply chains, right? We start shutting all these things down, and then now they're like, all right, so um, quarantine. You can't leave your house. And boom, just like that, everybody's under control. We can't do anything. We can't leave. Uh, we're pretty much stuck in our homes, which is crazy. And nobody's nobody's like even looking at that part. Everybody's so worried about the mass hysteria that the news are bringing that nobody's thinking about the fact that like all of our it's crazy rights, how they got us to this yeah, to, to yeah, this point. It is, and it's like all of our basic human rights have just like literally disappeared within. They got us from yeah zero to a hundred real quick. I mean, they got us in our houses locked up like out of nowhere. Like how did we even get to this? And it was acceptable and it's crazy like we were just talking about this uh virus going around in the other side of the world talking about oh this is some craziness i wonder if it's even going to come over here and it did come over here and now the mass hysteria and fear and craziness start and people start going out and buying toilet paper like, oh no all, man yeah the like toilet paper thing things, is crazy why toilet paper i know like you know? what the fuck like it was crazy because uh, we went to um, the local Walmart here by our house, and uh, we've got a neighborhood one, and then we've got the like the the Max one that's got everything, you know, the electronics, the clothes, the food, all that shit. And uh, man, we went to both uh, the other day, and it was like empty. The shelves were just like empty. There was no toilet paper, no uh, napkins. There was nothing. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Even like baby, like the diapers and the wipes and all that shit, there was barely any of that. 
we were lucky enough to get my son, you know, diapers and, and some wipes because, well, fuck, we need it. But um, it was like super scary that like, man, we can't get toilet paper. What's going to happen? And I was like, you know, well, fuck it, man. I got a bathtub, you know, right next to that bitch. I, fuck it. I'll wash my ass each time, I guess. I, <laughs> I can't think of anything else, right? Like, what would you do? You ran out of toilet paper. What else are you going to do? You know what I mean? Well, it's the least of my worries. I would think about meat. You know, food, water, uh, I don't know. Those are the necessities. Yeah, Pets, yeah. Mes- uh, medications, um, things like that, not toilet paper. And it's like everybody thought about the same thing at the same time. Like where out of where? I don't, I don't understand. Did everybody start thinking of toilet paper? I go to the Sam's Club and I'm like, wait, where the hell is all the toilet paper and paper towels? They're like, man, they've been buying it quicker than I can um, you know, stock it. He's like, all we got right now is name brands. It's like buying top shelf uh, toilet paper there. I haven't bought top shelf toilet paper in a while. It's always tissue or uh, bath, uh, you know, bath tissue or towels. That's, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instead, now I get Charmin and Bounty. So, and I was lucky to even get that. I didn't even think to buy more. I didn't, you know. But people go out when it's crazy time. They go out and buy a bunch of food, and there's no anything. There's no milk, no eggs, no uh, chicken. I can't find shit. I've been to all kinds of stores. I know. Um, It's been crazy. At least locally here in Tampa, it's been pretty bad. I don't know how the rest of the world is handling it, but uh, it's been rough, man. Like, uh, me and my girl were talking about it. Like, we just can't believe that. You know, like today, like we had to literally go to the store to get something because, you know, out of necessity, there was like barely no traffic. I'm talking about maybe a few cars here and there. Uh, Typically, you get on Hillsborough Ave and it's fucking like jam packed from the beginning of that bitch to the end. And you're waiting in traffic all day. And if uh, and Domabry as well. And I was like, dude, there is like no cars. We we literally got from our house to uh you know where the Lowe's is on uh waters over there yeah we got there in like eight minutes which is crazy you know well i work for a telecommunications company and it's um you know they use the excuse of oh well we're a you know phone provider so we need to have your utilities company we need to have that accessible for everybody that needs a phone but you know they just want to have be out selling the uh, internet. So um, everybody's, of course, now caring about the internet because it's needed. Everybody's at working from home. Everybody's using up their bandwidth, sharing the internet, and everybody's calling in. Calls are coming in left and right. Mm. But um, how, yeah, the, I was going to ask you, man. Like, how's the congestion been? It's probably fucking out of control. It's back to back, and now they don't want us. You know, they don't want us to leave but it's kind of forced into it uh, working from home thing everybody's working from home yep, finally yep. i got started working from home it's a very weird feeling yeah, uh, right still, I, I, mean, I was uh, gonna ask like have you been adjusting because it's I, I just went through my first week of ever working from home well this is only the second time i've ever had to in the four plus years i've been on my job and i'm just like this is weird like waking up i'm at home i go to work i'm still home it's it's like, yeah, you can go to the other room and get a snack if you want. You're at home. You can. You don't have to pack lunch anymore. <laughs> exactly. You're at home. Everything is there. It's accessible. Probably going to gain weight being at home. I know, man. Home. I know. Uh, the only thing that has, honestly, I've only the only true benefits that I've found so far is the fact that um, I haven't had to waste a lot of gas or spend money on gas lately, which is great. Yeah, because you're at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I'm okay with that. You know, my gas bill is coming down this month. Uh, uh, the electricity bill and everything else is not not going to come down. So I'm, I'm expecting that to be a little higher because, you know, we we're here. You know, we're actually having to work from home now. Um, daycares, well, some are open, some ain't. Uh, I think it's dependent upon the number of uh, kids or whatever. Um, yeah, I know that, I like... For the uh, people that are having to figure shit out, you know, that they have someone to take care of their kid. Uh, luckily, my kids are old enough where they can just watch themselves, but... Yeah, I was going to ask, like, uh, so they, they closed all the schools, right? Like in Hillsborough County? That's it? Yeah, now they got to start tomorrow to work from home. Uh, they're going to do, you know, like, 
video school on online. Like, like online school, even for the for the young kids too. Everybody. Wow. It's a whole so, new world. Oh my whole god, new, bro! This is gonna change. This is gonna make. Some, I'm sure some some ripples. This is gonna make some effects in some companies. Some people, I'm sure, were firing people because they can't even work, uh, afford to pay people while they're work from home. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's like a, it's, it's pretty like rough. They can't man. even. Some people don't have the option to work from home. They just have to close the business down until further notice, and they can't afford to pay these people. So they probably better uh, better to let them go, and then possibly rehire them when this is over. But so a lot of people are losing jobs. I'm sure, and a lot of stories out there of um, people having to adjust, and it's crazy. It's no. cra- luckily, luckily, I'm able to work from home. Yeah. Um, Look, my job and my wife and we're all home. We're like, um, you know, quarantine. We're in here uh, with enough food. Like if we're nuts preparing for the winter and um, <laughs> we're all uh, all stocked up and we're ready to live off of our stuff and hopefully don't eat it all up real quick. <laughs> this is a crazy, crazy time. It makes you think about things and thinks about what's important in life and what if shit went down for real with some serious airborne illness that or you know some virus that wipes out tons of people i mean this one's wiping out some people but it's really it's everybody knows this is over dramatized you know and everybody is going to be all right uh, hopefully we don't have any deaths but i'm sure america as a whole is going to have a lot less than other countries um, I saw the president talking about he wishes he, he would have had more time to prepare and China knew early on and they didn't tell anybody. I don't know how much of that I, I'm willing to believe. Like, I believe these people have inside information before the public knows it. I'm sure we're the last to know. I'm sure these companies know as well, like when they have to have a uh, lockdown, that they're advised ahead of time before the public Um you know, I, I believe there's a rich guys that get together and they plan the fate of the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, you're you're you know, you're probably right. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, I I I feel like you're right. Like I really think that you know the people with the most money, you know, that pay for these privileges probably um, did know and were able to know and. Um, in order to minimize the hysteria, right? Because let's say we find out immediately, you know what I'm saying? The, like that the world finds out immediately. I'm sure everybody and their grandmother starts to freak out because again, it's a point that um, a lot of these people uh, are not educated in what's going on. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these things that are happening around the world right now, um, you know, most people are just ignorant to it. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor or anything. So a lot of this stuff is like, you know, just a, 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 you know, a foreign language to me. I really don't know what it is or what's going on, but I could tell you this much, man. Um, the memes and all the stuff that's been coming out has been hilarious. Um, outside of that, on the lighter side of this thing, uh, the fact that like every time like a meme comes out, it's like, when when you're in public and uh, you sneeze and then it'll be like, you know, somebody staring at you and it's Lil Boozy's face and he's giving like this really mean, like kind of meme mug look to like, what the fuck, you know, it's, it's been, it's been hilarious, man. So a bunch of shit like that uh, on social media. Um, and then like every time I sign into my banking app, I get this freaking pop up. Do you want updates about COVID? I'm like, no, fuck the, the rest of the world's already telling me. I don't need you to tell me too. It's all you ever hear if you yeah, turn man. on anything. It's just yeah, uh, coronavirus, coronavirus all day, every day. It's like I kind of want to just, you know, uh, isolate ourselves, take this time to reflect and, um, you know, just isolate ourselves to paint and do whatever things around the house. Because I'm lucky enough to have a home with some space and some options to do different things. I joke with my wife and we're like, where do you want to go tonight, honey? We can go to dinner and movies, you know, dinner being the kitchen and movies being the living room. You know, we can go to uh, the art gallery we can go to his paint and sip, you know, all these creative things to do around the house. You know, we can go to camping we can go to sleepover. 
right? It's my I mean, son's my son's birthday uh, is on Friday, and I was like, you know, we'll just make it special the best we can. We'll eat what you want, watch what you want, um, and do what you want. We can have family game night. We can do whatever you want um, because uh, that's the best that we can do when we're all isolated at home. We can't go anywhere. Is just do what we can together and enjoy each other's company with the things that we have, you know, that we're blessed with here. <clears throat> this uh, virus is crazy and it's, you know, it's making people act crazy. And I see people buying bullets and, you know, stocking up on their guns. I know, man, it's, I'm it's sure. like the, uh, it's like the whole zombie apocalypse. apocalypse the zombies, yeah. And you know people I mean? get crazy and they, they get ready for war and, they're stocking up and only think of the of themselves and not the people that need. So, you know, got to think about those people that don't have a place to stock up uh, a month's worth of food. No, and we go sure. buy uh, food and then we eat it up and then we're like, damn, we got to go back and get some more food. <laughs> Lucky whether we're even able to go back and get some stuff, you know, it's pretty scarce, but we still have some stuff out there we can get. And, um, but it's like we are all scared now. They got us believing the hype. We don't even want to go outside. I don't even want to touch anything. You know, hand sanitizers. The people making hand sanitizer got to be making buku bucks. People making toilet paper got to be rich right now. Oh, nah, for sure. And then um, it's one of those things that, like, I keep telling people, it's like the world is changing so quickly and all these crazy things are going on that, like, People aren't looking at their like local area, and um, I really want to get into uh, the news this week with uh, an update here, man. Check this out. There was a young lady uh, by the name of Kaylin Sheedy. She was 29 years old. She went to Italy. Uh, she is from Tampa, and uh, she was in Europe on a little trip. She said she went to Milan, Italy uh, from this local story here, and um, basically uh, – the day before she left, she said she, you know, kind of started to like leave and stuff or whatever. And, um, you know, when she was making her way back uh, to like New York, because she was flying through New York, uh, she started to get um, like a fever. Like, you know, it was pretty, pretty, pretty bad, you know, like, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? High fever. And then all of a sudden, uh, by the time she had made it back to the hotel, uh, she was already like coughing up like this really thick green mucus. And, um, by then, she was freaking out. She's like, well, I'm calling the CDC. Ended up trying to contact them. Uh, said that it was, like, you know, like, really difficult uh, to get tested. And that, you know, there's been such few cases here in the States that, you know, they probably didn't take it as serious as they should have, at least. But um, according to the story, you know, she, uh, you know, just regretted that she came back and, you know, feels that, like, if she had exposed anybody uh, during the flight or anything else, that, you know, they might also have it. And it's fucked up because it's like, if you knew you were already feeling sick, um, then, you know, why didn't you, you know... But again, you don't know that it's the coronavirus, right? You don't have any mm -hmm. idea of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? You just know that, like, you've got so many days worth of symptoms um you know well, that they come say through. if you have a dry cough you know it could be the coronavirus yeah but i mean uh basically um she broke down the symptoms though she like gave us like day by day what was going on so like day one she had a fever a dry cough some fatigue the second day the same thing then the third day there was no fever but she had a wet cough and just like bunch of green mucus so all yeah upper a lot of green mu or mucus uh, that's like almost choking you and um the fever and uh the dry cough all that stuff together is what i've read in and they need a respirator to help to breathe yeah it's affecting of course the old people and the young people um and that's, you know, spreading whenever there's a lot of people that are in groups together. So they're trying to limit the groups here, close down all the beaches, all the bars, all the restaurants. Uh, we're almost in complete lockdown, uh, except for, you know, not yet, but the businesses, I'm sure, real soon will be going to uh, get in lockdown. And whoever else is not working from home is just going to have to be home and get paid to be home. So maybe that's a plus. 
or not have a job. So that sucks. I mean, hopefully they, they have enough food. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, though. Like, what about all these service people that can't work because of these lockdowns? So, um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> yeah, there's a lot of people out there that are still have to work also. So let's not forget yeah. about those people, the people that are, um, you know, first responders, the cops, the ambulance. Um, yeah, man, just like all, all, all the all the first responder people are out there, obviously, you know, we want to make sure they're okay, you know, because what if something happens to you and they got to come out and help you? You know what I mean? Uh, I just think it's kind of crazy. It's just been this like really weird thing uh, the entire time. And uh, the fact that like, you know, she went through what, 14 days total. So like the first like eight, eight days uh, to 10 were all like really bad. You know, uh, she even said she had like on the eighth and ninth day. She had like a, a like a yellowy, clear, like blood tinted mucus, which is fucking scary. Okay, because if you're coughing like little bits of blood, that's pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? That means that it, you've got like some type of scarring or, uh, or whatever, something in there that's yeah, like causing serious. it. Yeah. So um, after that, uh, the last few days, um, she just you know started to come up. Her first test on the twelfth day was negative, and then uh, on the fourteenth day. Uh, she also uh, tested negative again. So luckily, um, you know, she's not feeling sick anymore. But it's the fact that, like, within that time frame, those those 14 days, I mean, Jesus Christ, bro, you know, uh, thinking when about they, when, when you what think could about it, um, you know, I was watching this video and kind of break it down for you and how the body uh, attacks the the. You know, something strange is not supposed to be in there. But it's it's crazy how these um, viruses are like little um, thieves or, you know, like it, they come and in, invade your body and they mimic something and copycat and duplicate and uh, until they overtake. And then your body has to adapt and see how to fight this virus. And finally, it breaks the code and you know, ends up winning the war, but you know, it's like always on the defense. It always figures out the problem. Imagine when the day it doesn't figure it out. Imagine where your body, but it's a, it's a, a miracle that it does, you know, how it, without even needing any kind of drugs, your body itself just takes over this foreign, um, you know, virus that's in your body and kills it. And makes your body healthy again. It's just in a matter of time. But of course, some people that are old, their um, their immune systems are not as strong. Or somebody very young that is just starting out, they're at risk. So we have to be careful around our elderly or the people with a weakened immune system. Nah, for sure. Um, so everybody out there, um, you know, try and be safe. Uh, obviously we know it's not easy, but you guys can do it. I know that, uh, everybody's trying their best, but, uh, let's get into, uh, album well, releases be, this before, week. Before you get into that, another thing that people were saying is to like, this is a good time. Like mother earth, they're saying these memes and on social media, like she's needing more time to relax. Like all this time that we're able to slow down and not be polluting the world. We're in our little cubby holes, and uh, we need to take care of our planet. Our planet is tired of us abusing her and not appreciating her and using all her resources and not replenishing them. It's crazy. We're, uh, we don't take care of the animals that are we're feeding into our bodies, and then we're getting their diseases. And this is not a matter of if this is going to happen. It's a matter of when. This is bound to happen again and again. We keep having this flawed system and how we eat in our food industry and what we keep putting into our bodies. And they have these diseases and viruses, and we have to be more mindful of that and how everything is going. So anyway, not to get into all that, but yeah, this is a good time <laughs> to reflect yeah, on man. that. Reflect on how we impact Earth what we do for our families and for our communities and for each other. Hell so yeah, man. About. Well said, well said, well said. 
All right, so Yoani, let's get into uh, this week's album releases. Um, well, dude, Danny Glover or Donald Glover, uh, Childish Gambino, dropping an album, man. It's called Three Fifteen Twenty. Uh, I'm surprised, you know, that people are like releasing albums throughout this time frame. Uh, I, I was I was kind of blown away. I was like, holy crap! Like this shit is for real. Well, I see people getting creative. They're doing stuff like video chat uh, from home. Like they're doing interviews. They're throwing block part house parties. I seen I think CeeLo saying house party at CeeLo's. He's gonna guess throw a house party by himself and then air it <laughs> so that people can be joining in the party online. I don't know. People got to get creative since where everybody's at home. Can you imagine all these celebrities? With all these busy schedules, and then all of a sudden, boom, everything's canceled. All these events cancel, everything's dropped. Now you got to be at home with the kids. It I know, but adjustment. I mean, but think about it. Um, you know, uh, the isolation part of it's a, the, the wild part, but the fact that um, you'll be able to be in the comfort of your home, and let's say, uh, the tour is the concert. So you go out, uh, they create a website, you know, you pay your ticket, boom. And then you get to watch VIP from your chair at home. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you're sitting, even if, if it's in your living room or in your personal computer or whatever the hell you're and doing. That's, that's the future. Really? I mean, the, the gaming, that's the future to me is the VR. I, I bought yep. the VR and I'd like it. You put in your, your headset, you watch the game, you're in the game. It's a cool experience. And to me, that's the future. That's everybody's going to be watching the TVs, the VR. They're going to be watching probably concerts. People are going to be probably scared to be out. There's probably going to be more viruses in the future and more things like this to keep us enclosed in our homes. Unfortunately, that's the way it's going to be the the world. So we're going to have uh, more reasons to be at home. We're going to be experiencing the world through a screen. We're going to be doing VR, like you said, a concert. We're going to go to the movies and never leave the house we're gonna go to the wherever we can do at home and barely leave our houses it's like a it's like a really weird dystopian future right like we're, yeah. we're like we're like living a movie in real life you know what i'm saying like like wally like that movie wally remember that <laughs> yeah exactly exactly Wally's gonna be big and fat uh riding these hoverboard chairs man craziness dude I'm worried about it, but I'm glad that albums are still coming out. Uh, I was kind of looking forward to this because I think the last one that he dropped was in like 2016. So it's cool that this is like a follow-up album. Um, the original album that he brought out was uh, Awaken My Love, and then this one's called 31520. There are a total of... <coughs> mm, there's a total of 12 tracks. Uh, and the naming scheme is strange because it says the first song is like 0.00. .00 then the second song is called Algorithm. The third song is the word time, and then the rest of them are like numbers. So 12, those 38. Are so, those are hidden messages there. Right? 19, 10, 24, 19, 32, 22, 35, 31, oh. 39, 28, 42, 26, 47, hidden 48, messages. and 53, 49. Now, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it means, but it's crazy, right? Like, like maybe those are messages. Those are things that he's trying yeah. to get people to elude or just like, you know, look for. Yeah, I kept trying to think of what it is. You know what I mean? Maybe we're supposed to find the hidden party. <laughs> right, right. And it's crazy because like you'll see the songs like that, but then like uh, you go to Genius, you know, where you get the lyrics or whatever, and then yeah. they actually have like uh, a name. So it says like uh, intro, uh, Little Foot, Big Foot. Why go to the party? Feels like summer. Don't worry about tomorrow. Under the sun, we are algorithm. Uh, time featuring. I never uh, um, really Grani. cared about his first album. I don't. I never. I don't really care so much about this artist, you know. But uh, he's definitely different. He's got something about him. Does the acting? Does the rapping? I mean, I, I've always thought he was super creative, and I like uh, that's that's like the main reason I find it so cool because he's like he's multifaceted and all those key things. Like, if you ever seen that show Atlanta? No, I haven't uh, seen it, but I mean, he seems like a cool dude. It is, man. It is. It's really good. I, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'm kind of a fan because I like I, I like some of his songs, and uh, I like his acting. He's really good. Um, and it's cool to see you know this like you know 
people still coming out with music. I guess that's the main reason why I, I like brought it creative up. creative people. I mean, I like it. people could do that. They could do the music. They could do the acting. They could do multi, you know, facet. They could do a lot of things. Um, and I like that about myself that I am exploring that. Even if I'm going to suck, um, I, I won't know unless I try. So I got to just dive in and try it. So that's what I'm doing now is I was doing this graffiti. I'm doing the real hip hop deal. Um, I always wanted to tag up a pool, and and now I got the opportunity. Somebody gave me the shot and said, here. And I went with the cans, drove out to Sarasota, tagged up this pool, and it looked like shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. I just did this, and it looks like shit. I never, I'm not, I never, you have to get practicing with all, anything that you do with any medium that you choose. And if you do airbrushing, you got to practice. If you do uh, graffiti, you know, doing spray cans, you got to practice. I never really practice and I'm going out there with spray cans trying to think uh, I'm going to get something and make it look okay. Well, it didn't look okay. It looked like shit. So (laughs) then I'm like, now I got to fix this shit. (laughs) So then I'm out there again early today with the paint brushes, trying to do it by hand, paint brushing, painting it. And, And it's looking halfway decent. So, that's why I was late today. I was in the middle of doing that. It was burning up. Hot as hell. But I'm like, shit. This is how I'm spending my coronavirus isolation is out here putting out some work of art. Man, you know what? I uh please take some pictures. I'd love to see it. Post yeah, I'll show shit. you the beginning to end and you'll see how shitty it looks and how <laughs> not so shitty. And then okay, it's halfway decent to uh maybe <laughs> Hey, man, uh, nobody's going to be more critical than you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so we'll see because, you know, like I said, the end of the world could be tomorrow. You know, you're not promised tomorrow, so you have to go out there today and enjoy it. So I've never done that, and I never would have if I wouldn't have just had the balls to say, sure, I'm going to go try it. So, yeah, I'll know. I need more practice. I, You know, airbrushing and spray cans, it needs more work. Um, needs more practice. But I'm going to keep out there jumping feet first, not worrying about it, living for today, and just enjoying life. I suggest y'all do the same. And um, what else do we have to talk about on the docket today? Well, shit, man. One more thing about coronavirus since we were on that uh, long trip there. I just wanted to kind of break it up a little bit so it wasn't just all about coronavirus on the show this week. Uh, One more person, man. Idris Alba's wife, dude. Um, first of all, Idris Elba is fucking bad as fuck. Uh, he's probably one of my favorite, uh, UK, um, you know, uh, artists or, or, or movie stars. Yeah, actors. Yeah. Yeah, movie exactly. star. He's, uh, awesome. He's very manly dude. Like, uh, they say he's a man's man. I can understand, you know, he looks like he's somebody that's real deal, genuine, tough guy. Um, He's obviously well liked and well loved, and so when he, I heard, had the coronavirus, people were like, "Oh man!" But what, I'm what's sure crazy he's is fine. that uh, that Oprah, Oprah herself, like reached out to her and her uh, to him and his him and his wife or whatever. I guess to talk to him and like kind of console him and give him some like you know positive vibes. Man, I thought it was kind of crazy. Um, I heard Tom Cruise had it too. Holy fuck! So all these people, right? And and you know what's crazy? What 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 worries me the most is like, why are all these famous people all of a sudden getting coronavirus? Like, where were they? I know. You know Who what I'm knows? saying? Like, be, how does this it happen? It could be another conspiracy, and they're like, you know what? I got corona. I'm gonna have some free time off. I'm gonna go to my uh, island in Cabo. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go to my private. You know, if I had the money, shit, I'd be on the on the boat right now. I'd have the waiters and the cooks and the Everybody working for me, I'd be living it up. Take a break. Shit. I wish I could take a break. Uh, I still got to work. They always got us working now from home. But it's okay. We'll get up. You know, we can go looking wolfing, unshaving, just nasty. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's crazy is I haven't shaved, man. Like, I haven't shaved since uh, uh, last week. And um, 
my uh well i've got a beard already but like it's starting to get scruffy like i'm not like all edged up and nice yeah no haircuts yeah my no hair nothing, my hair no looks shave. like shit i haven't fucking got a haircut in a while uh maybe skip a, a bath today you never know <laughs> shit yo you know what's crazy is the bath is the one thing man like we've been just you know fuck it taking a bath every day who cares let's kind of stay on schedule but uh everything else has just been like you know just letting it go man i don't even care my hair looks crazy my fucking beard is going out of control uh, at this point, I just, I don't care because I'm not going anywhere. It's not like I can. And if I do, um, it's to the store really fast. I grab something and I leave. I don't really give a shit about what anybody. Yeah, that's why know. I wanted to do the graffiti because at least I'm getting out of the house. You know, it's the only per- perfect time. But it was so hot out there today. I felt like I was dying. Right. Man, right. It's like the 100 degrees. Yeah, I don't see how coronavirus is going to be living out here <laughs> like that. I know, man. Um so let's get into uh, another story here, but this one's cool. Uh, it's not like music or hip hop related, but it is related to us here in Tampa. And that is the fact that Tom Brady uh, is uh, signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. A lot yeah, of mixed feelings about heard, this. All you heard was coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus everywhere. It was like, holy shit, man, this is so scary. My wife's got anxiety. She's tripping out. And then, boom, a little bit of happy news amongst all this craziness. You hear Tom Brady signed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're like, holy shit, is that for real? And they're like, yeah, that's for real. This just happened, people. Tom Brady is signed. Like, this was like a quick little deal. They must have, these people over here at the Bucks were like, oh, we made him an offer. He can't refuse. <laughs> must have been one hell of an offer. This guy just jumped over I mean, here. it was it was $60 million, guaranteed. Sixty million dollars, uh, a little wow. over two years. He gets fifty fifty million of that guarantee. Is that a, like a record for um, for Tampa? Fuck yeah! I don't think we've ever paid that much for a damn. Uh, you know, uh, you know that sounds like a lot of money. Oh, bro, fuck athletes. yeah, it is, dude. I mean, are you, are you kidding me? I don't know. I don't pay attention to it. I mean, like, it's a lot it, of fucking money. Like, think about this. Um, that's that's prop. That's gonna be. He's literally gonna be one of the highest paid players in uh tampa history will like, it will it be an nfl history and i mean i don't know about because I, i'm pretty sure they probably paid him more anywhere else like any other team but we probably bid for it and got the deal and told him hey this is what we'll guarantee for you and I to mean, be guaranteed got, 50 million whether you know he makes it or not stuff, what extra stuff that he must have gotten in order to make that deal, you know? Ah, uh, man, who knows? Who knows? I just know that uh, in the story, it says that he's getting guaranteed $50 million, right? Regardless. So whatever happens, whether he's, you know, okay or not, if he gets hurt, whatever the fuck happens, he's still getting his 50 mil. So it's like, fuck, man. Who, 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 who wouldn't want to work two years somewhere and get paid 50? I mean, he's coming from a place where it's hot, I mean, cold, He's going to get to enjoy the Tampa weather. He's going to love it down here. He's going to never want to leave. He's going to see why we love it so much. Down Bro, here. he's going to he's going to want to retire here. That's yeah, what I'm going to say. Sure. He's, he's going to retire. Gonna he's going to retire from the Buccaneers. Could you believe it? No, I can't believe it. I, I really can't believe that he's here. I mean, if he turns out to be as good as he's always been, man, it's going to be awesome for the Bucks. We're going to be the shit. We I ho- could I hope possibly. So. The reason so. why they they shot, you know, they're paying him the big bucks to get him. They want to have, you know, him win and get the bucks in the Super Bowl. You know, Tampa playing in Tampa for the Super Bowl because you know it's going to be in Tampa this year. Yeah, it is. It is. But but so, who knows if uh, we're even going to have uh, um, the? Who even knows if we'll have the Super Bowl? You know what I'm saying? Like, if this Corona thing goes on, we're all going to be sitting in our houses. Nobody's well, going to go to the stadium. It's going to be it's fucking from here to there. You never know. But I was, I would like to say that yeah, it'll be done by then. This is a long time away. But they say this now could last, you know, several months. So we're going to be in lockdown for at least about a month. Uh, we'll see what happens after that. It's crazy. But, uh, man. They've had to make some serious life and death decisions in Italy. I hear about old people's lives and having to not give them care because there's not enough ventilators. So they've had to just say, you know what, if you're over a certain age, we got to just say, we can't help you. Well, I mean, 
I think at this point, um, if he, you know, if Brady comes here and he, uh, you know, really shows that he can be a leader for the team and uh, mesh really well with the players, I think that uh, overall um, we may do really well. I mean, I'm always hopeful, obviously, and always root for Tampa. Obviously, you know, I live here. I, I, I've been watching the Bucks since they were the 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 Orange Cream schools. All right. And I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't know this guy personally. Um, you know, it, nah. it's cool to get to know him soon a little better, and we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see how that goes. But to, uh, it's the way he's comes off. He's a he's an asshole, <laughs> and he likes the way you know way that things that he the way he likes them. You know what I mean? Uh, he's he likes being the star of the show. He's the MVP all the time. He's a he likes getting the limelight. He's an important cookie. He likes getting interviews and the attention and i don't know he seems very stuck on himself but i hope he can humble himself and just be a good football player get down to basics down here enjoy things and we're going to enjoy him and we're going to love him and love a winning team everybody's going to be a, bu- a buccaneer bandwagon i know fan. man i know like uh, uh i want to do a poll so uh I'll, I'll put this out there right now uh, hit us up on Twitter at uh, Core Culture Pod and let us know um, how many of you think that there are going to be bandwagon jumpers uh, for the Brady train here in Tampa. Hit us up. Let us know. Um, but I guess that's that's pretty much all I got for that, man. Let's uh, let's keep it going. Fuck it, uh, dude. Look, just when you think you know Yeezy's like lost it or he he's not going down the right path, well. Apparently, he decides to do something very, very gracious and uh, uh, something very amazing. And that is he gave a crap ton of money uh, to a uh, local, uh, you know, uh, place called the Dream Center uh, uh, for uh, what is it for? Let me see. In Los Angeles. Uh, And basically what it does is it provides food for people. You know what I'm saying? For uh, homeless and all this kind of stuff. And he just spent a crap ton of money. Uh, helping them out to be able to feed people and do some things. And it's like some of the humanitarian stuff that he does, man, uh, regardless, I think that it's, you know, it's good. Like people always like, you know, try and drag him down because he's super extravagant and very, very out there with a lot of his things. But, you know, the fact that, you know, he's taken his own money uh, and invested in something like this to provide, you know, food uh, for people that need it, you know, during this like time of need, I think it's fucking cool, man. Uh, yeah, you know, I think he's fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, think about it. It's seven thousand people get to eat just because of the fact that you know he's donated and provided, uh, you know, meals for these people. Yeah, and I'm complaining when it's about twelve or thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He just fed seven thousand. Yeah, man, he's doing it, bro. I, I mean, me here, look. I'm gonna give and him a nice is, clap. We're man. talking about Kanye West. We are talking about Kanye West, man. I can't believe it. And Yeezy. I know, bro. A lot of people dogged the guy. I think that, you know, he, he's got some, you know, he's gone through some some up and downs. But I think uh, in the world that we have today, um, you know, that's reality. You know, you're going to have your you're going to have your high points. You're going to have your low points. And, you know, him dealing with all of his own personal things and, uh, you know, uh, dealing with. Uh, you know, his own medical issues that he's had and, you know, what he's tried to, you know, break through on that end and, you know, to come out the other side and do these kind of things. It's, I think it's fucking cool, man. And, uh, anytime Kanye, I see anything positive come from him, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, man. And you know what, Kanye, if you're listening, bro, uh, come on the show, man. We'll talk about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anytime. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, uh, it's been kind of crazy, uh, just, you know, dealing with all these things and, uh, kind of get to see something positive on, on, you know, and just in the face of all this craziness, it's fucking cool. Uh, so big shout out to Kanye, man. Um, I don't know if you can hear me, bro, but I, I, I really appreciate the fact that, uh, you're doing something to try and change the world a little bit, at least, you know, one donation at a time. You know what I mean? Yeah. That one person appreciated it or the 8,000 or whoever. That's, a, that's what it's about. Somebody needed it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So um, let's get into the last thing we're going to talk about today. And this is the fact that Mike Tyson thinks that Eminem uh, is the only guy that knows how to be uh, black. Let's put it like that, because I'm not going to use the word because it's very derogatory and uh, 
We're not about that here on the show. But I thought it was kind of crazy. You know, he used the N-word to describe it. And um, to me, uh, Eminem, let's see. Uh, white dude, super talented lyric- lyrically. Um, he was with Dr. Dre. Um, you know, he had his, uh, you know, his super group that he created, um, Slaughterhouse. He had, um, you know, his D12 thing he did uh, with those guys. I mean, he's been pretty impactful for a super long time, man, since he came out. And it's kind of crazy to hear, you know, Mike Tyson on his podcast talk about this shit. Like, if you listen to the episode, it's crazy because uh, basically they're just sitting there and they're like smoking the whole time. And uh, they're, they were interviewing Eminem and that's when like the whole conversation started. And then he tells him, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, you're the only white guy that knows what it's like to be a black guy, he said. And I was like, wow, bro. And, and, and it's kind of crazy because like, I rem- I like, I watch it every once in a while. Like I've got, I've got it. Um, like I'm subscribed to it, but um, I, I, tr- I don't listen to all of them because I have so many podcasts, man. And I only have so much time every week to get to as many as I possibly can. But I happened to see that Eminem was on this one. I was like, dude, I'm going to listen. And then I found a story associated with it. That way I can share it with you guys. But um, it's kind of crazy, man. I just, you know, um, what do you think, man? Do you feel that Eminem, you know, may know a little bit about it? But I don't think he'll ever truly know what it is to be uh, a black uh, man in America. Sorry. I mean, um, it's a definitely a sensitive subject. Yeah. And it's something you always got to skate around carefully. <clears throat> Me personally, I use the word uh, N-I-G-G-A. That is, it's, I've been grown up with it, and uh, I use it freely. And that listen to the music, and it's something in the culture since the 90s, and it's always been a part of my life, and it's uh, always probably will be, I'm sure. And as far as racism, that also has always been a part of my life, and something that we all have gotten to the chance to feel at least most of us, if you're black and Latino. Um, so whenever you're white, people think that, Oh, they don't know what it's like to be black or, you know, they can't act black because they don't know really what it is to be black. Um, they're like, you don't know what it is to be profiled. You don't know what it is to be treated lesser than you don't know what it is to have less privileges than you. You don't know what it is to have your, you know, have better opportunities and employment and all this different stuff. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm different, just because I'm white or black or brown or whatever, just because I was born poor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or, you know, a L- lot of racial profiling knows happens, there's man. differences. A lot of it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And I think that a lot of people don't maybe sit down and um, think about those differences. You know what I mean? Because I, like overall, um, there is a lot. And um, I don't think every culture can fully understand uh, other cultures um, because maybe they haven't dealt with the same issues or the same problems. And you're right. Um, you know, I won't ever fully understand what it's like, you know, because again, um, I've always kind of lived, you know, that kind of in between thing. Cause you know, being Hispanic and uh, kind of being light skin, you know, I don't know if, if it made a difference or not, but um, I always felt it like whenever, you know, I would like, you know, speak my native language and then, uh, you know, you would get the stares or the looks and then there's people and they're like, what the hell? And that's when I, when I knew that like, it was a little rough, you know what I mean? But being in Tampa, which uh, has a very large Hispanic community, it made it a lot easier. Uh, don't get me wrong. There are, you know, plenty of places in the world, I guess, that, uh, you know, there's a, a large population of everyone, but um, specifically here, um, it was cool because like, you know, most of the people I grew up with were all Hispanic. Um, I did have a lot of black friends too. And, and, uh, you know, Asian friends, white friends, all that shit. Um, and you know, there was never I would say that we had grown up in, in a society and a culture that was yeah. partly black. Yeah. So we were raised partly black. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we were raised hip hop. We were raised black. We were raised Hispanic. We were raised American. We were raised immigrants. 
I mean, we're a lot of black people. They all, you know, are hating um, or like, like, oh, we're black and we've gone through a lot because we're black and you don't understand. Um, a lot of people go through a lot of things, and we we just all just need to not worry about the other people and what they've been through or how we what we've been through is worse than what they've been through because we don't know. We're not in their shoes. We're always quick to jump. Exactly. And exactly. talk about what about your shoes and you don't know because you ain't in them but right, you right. don't know their you know what they fought to or their families fought to be where they're at today or what struggles they go through every day just to get out of bed and be where they're at be a normal person you know people talk about mental health you know people talk about a lot of things people complain too much people <laughs> point they, the finger too they much they sure do man uh, I think uh, people complaining it's probably one of our biggest issues in the world today. Um, you know, it's like people stop thinking about, you know, what they're grateful for, what they do have, because we have a lot here. We have a shit ton of freedoms. There are other countries that um, they don't have what we have. I mean, nowhere near the freedoms that we have, the abilities you know, that we um, have. And then, um, as far as race, and I feel more comfortable around a black person or black race or black culture than white. You know what I mean? Since we were raised more in a black culture, when I was to go somewhere that is more of a predominantly white, you know, culture or white situation, <clears throat> I will feel out of place. It's weird how that is. You know, you you find more of a connection with the people you've been around. You've been with the blacks and the Hispanics and, when you go somewhere, you feel more natural when you're around those situations. And um, but yeah, I using the word freely um, because I'm raised in that environment, uh, but it's not looked on that um, highly for a white person to use the word. You oh know? yeah, for sure. And then you have Eminem coming in to this predominantly black environment, and everybody's mainly black in the rap. And you're gonna come and kill it, and every and you're white as hell. You're not just white; you're super white, and you look like the white guy next door, even though people <laughs> don't know what he's he sure through. does, man. He sure does. He, he sure. They does. don't know that he was raised in a trailer park, you know, with his mom and some dysfunctional upbringing, uh, going through his own issues and bullying and acceptance and yeah, man. Thank God that uh, Dr. Dre came in, signed his uh, approval. Gave his stamp of approval to say, yo, this guy's legit. Everybody gave him a chance, and he's dominated ever since. And look at him today. He's still and, – and on that uh, that interview with uh, Mike Tyson, they were just on each other's dicks, you know, talking all that. Oh, you're awesome. You're the king of the world. And then back and forth, you're king of the world. <laughs> yeah, my, I, you're Mike Tyson. He's the shit. But he's not necessarily a good interviewer. <laughs> yeah, he he's very entertaining because he's a silly guy. I mean, um, but he's not the best interviewer. He's sitting there just getting high and go to the next question. And it's, I don't know, it's very weird show. But um, no, my favorite part was like, uh, like he like like this really like like you know dramatic pause or whatever, and then he laughed and shit. And he's like, man, I don't know how to answer that. So it's like, you know, I, I'm sure he felt uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? A little bit just because he's like, holy shit. Like, uh, mm, I don't know, man. Because like, you know. Looks but, like a very fly by the seat of your pants type of show. It really is. They're just really going to go sit down. They're going to go smoke out and just take it from there and see what happens. Man, I don't and, know. Um, and, and I think that's, I think that's what, uh, what attracts me to it. The, um, the unscripted, the just like realism of it. You know what I mean? Because... Again, uh, man, oh, and Mike, if you're listening, bro, uh, I'd love to be on your show. Um, but, uh, you know, just the fact that, like, you know, these things are happening and, 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 you know, the world is, like, opening up a little, you know? It's like, I think that everyone in the world needs to be more accepting of everybody, you know, in general. And we should all try and, um, you know, do our best to just, you know, do what we can and support one another and know that, you know, if we can make it through all this chaotic craziness that's going on, maybe we'll, you know, appreciate more of who we are as a society and, you know, better understand how we can actually work together. 
to get through things and, um, you know, make it out the other yeah. side. It took, took him and them's white ass to go into the black clubs and get accepted and be <laughs> one amongst them. And then that's what it takes. You know, sometimes it takes sometimes, I mean, somebody to step in someone else's shoes and walk them for, in them for a day at least and see what it's like because we don't know what they're going through. And Eminem could do it, so can Whitey next door and everybody else. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. All right, so that is going to bring us to the end of the show. All right, everybody. You know where to check us out on Twitter at Core Culture Pod. You can check us out on Facebook at Core Culture Pod. And of course, check us out at Zero Seat Media on Instagram and uh, hit us up over there, man. We would love for the likes. Don't forget uh, to hit me up at The Real Noslin. And of course, Yoani, where can they find you? Rodriguez Photo and Art on Instagram and Facebook. I hope y'all have a wonderful day, week, month, and uh, stay safe out there with this virus. Enjoy and love up on your family while you're there with them. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. We'll catch you for the next one. Peace. See you.